just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful foodie possums. You are joined, <laughs> as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hello, guys. How are we this evening, ladies? Pretty but- good. I was very interested by your possum. Was that a reference to Harry from Too Hot to Handle? I don't even know what that is. Oh, because it's a dating show that was on Netflix. It was the first half of lockdown that people were watching it, basically. And it, he called everyone, you sexy possums or something like that. So I, I thought that's that. why you were. Oh, yeah, let's roll with that. That's what's wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm up to speed. Uh, I know what's in, kids. <laughs> She's winking for I'm those winking at winking everyone. Now, we thought this week, or I thought this week, instead of, you know, how's your week, how's your weekend... I think we should give a little bit more information about ourselves so you guys can get to know a bit more about us. Uh And I'm thinking let's discuss an irrational fear or quirk we each have. Oh, gosh. All right. So I don't really have any irrational fears. I mean, like, I suppose, sorry, my most irrational fear is I'm scared of heights, like just quite genuinely. Yeah, but that's like like, a lot of people are. Yeah, exactly. It's not really that interesting. I want something unique to you. I do have that weird thing where I'm like, I don't know if this is a fear, but anyway, you know when you're driving and there's like the pylon in the middle of the road, I sometimes yeah. just get this urge to like crash into it. Oh my gosh, an urge or a fear? Oh, oh that's actually exactly so doing fear. it. <laughs> it's not really weird. Like, you're like, like this no, is a good idea to. No, run I into just get it? like a tick of being like, I just kind of imagine, like, I just go through my mind, like, imagine if I did that. And then oh. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm a normal person. <laughs> Keep driving. So it's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde moment. Wait. Yeah. Where like another another Libby comes in and is like, imagine if I was in a head-on collision. Is that really weird? Um, <laughs> I can't decide if it's that as really long as weird. you don't want to do it, then I think it's fine. Yeah, no. No, I mean as long as you never do it, it's fine. As long as it's just like a, oh, imagine, oh, that would be terrible. Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> then that's fine. Just a bit of an urge. Okay, well, okay, enough of me, Bella. Mine's probably a little bit more like um, innocent than that. Um, <laughs> so I have like a fear of small spaces. That's pretty average. Same like as yeah. claustrophobic. Yeah, like I'm claustrophobic and yeah. I think that's pretty common. But it's so bad that I can't go to a place like a restaurant, an airplane, anything like that and lock the door. I have to keep it open. Oh, yes, you do too. What? Yeah. So wait, you're on an airplane and you have to keep the door unlocked. No, sorry. Yeah, like it's unlocked. So I guess you're not in the Mile High Club then. Oh, you'll never know, will you? <laughs> <laughs> what a but, tease. But no, it's not about that. It's more so like I could be in, you know, a really small bathroom with someone and the door be locked and that's fine. Like it doesn't scare me. It's more when I'm in there alone and I, it's like I can't, I don't trust myself to get out of there. So you think if you have someone else in there that they're going to help you get out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also interesting that the fear of not being able to get out of a toilet outweighs the fear of someone walking in on you on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll deal with that embarrassment any day of the week. And it doesn't happen as often as you think. Like, it'll only happen oh. one, one <laughs> in five like, I feel visits. like I have been in some places with you and it's happened a few times. <laughs> you're meant to be looking up, like, after the Oh, door. yeah, that's another thing. She then, if you're there, you're meant to be watching. Like, you're meant to stand You're the watch. security guard. <laughs> yeah, I'm the security guard in the public bathroom because you don't want to lock the door. That is and such a terrible security guard, P.S. That is such a weird one from you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Love it, though. Love a bit of a weird fear. Yeah, odd. I bet B's is weirder. 
Oh, I'd actually love to know if people can relate to this. And if you can, let us know. Chuck it in the Facebook group, DM us, whatever. I have this, I'd call it a fear, a rational fear that if I close the clock app on my phone, (laughs) it's like, where the hell is this going? If I close the clock app on my phone, is it the clock app? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The clock app, my alarm won't go off. I think that's fair enough. That is so weird. <laughs> I, I went through a stage of having to ha- actually have the sound on. Otherwise, oh, I'd... I think I did go through that first But few. as in, okay, so I understand that it could be like you, if you didn't know the functionality of the phone that you thought, okay, I need, that's just you not understanding the functionality being like, okay, I have to have it open for it to work. But now that you're an adult and you know that it works. It's as if when I close Facebook, nothing helps <laughs> and everything freezes on that net- network. Yeah, no, it keeps going. I just have this irrational fear that I've got all my alarm set. I'll close the app. The alarms will unset and that, I'll be late for work. Even though you know that that doesn't happen. Even though I know that it doesn't happen. It's just a thing now that I will like at the end, like I'll be going to bed, close all my apps, accidentally close it, reopen it. Only one, <laughs> oh only one app open. It's always open. I bet you're one of those people who has like just the one time in there. You know how you can either be one that has like the 400 or the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm someone who has 645, 648, 650. Yeah, I'm that person. I have 15-minute increments. Like, I am the 400-alarm person. Okay. I wouldn't have (laughs) have picked that from you. No. I'm not a psychopath. I don't wake up at the exact same time every (laughs) single day. I'm always impressed with people like that. Yeah, me too. What, body clock people? No, that people that only have one alarm and wake up on that one alarm. Yeah, well, we don't trust those people. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like we've gone down a bit of a random circle here and I've realised that if my family and immediate friends are listening, they'll be like, Lib, you actually do have a fear. <laughs> I, I, out of everyone's fear, I'm, I'm, I'm scared about yours. No, yeah. it's not about that fear. They're, they're actually going to be like, no, Lib, you've totally forgotten about your most major fear, which is the dark. I am quite literally scared of the dark. Oh, my gosh. What? I know. It's a bit strange. And, I, and it's not – I'm not, like, scared, but, like, I definitely do that thing of when I'm coming out of – like my house is a bit strange, but when I'm coming out of my bathroom and getting back into bed, I do the quick run and I'm a 26-year-old woman. No, I, 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 <laughs> I do the quick run. Some, I just make up stories in my head that the ring's standing behind me yes. okay. or the girl from the ring standing behind me, should I say. Yes. I do the quick run, but purely because I'm like, if I don't get back to bed in like two seconds, I'm going to be awake for another hour. <laughs> Yours is a sleep fear. Anyway, on a much lighter note, let's talk about what we ate this week. Bella. So, tonight we were fortunate enough to enjoy a handmade meal by the Prince of York. This wine bar and restaurant is located on 18 York Street in Sydney's CBD. You've probably walked past it before and thought, wow, what's that pumping bank? (laughs) 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 Have you ever? Well, it's not a bank anymore. The most notable feature of the whole building is the vault downstairs that hides the most valued possessions, aka the wines. Tonight, we didn't get to experience these wines, but we did get to experience the pasta. B, take us away. Well, because of how we're traveling at the moment with the COVID situation and everything happening in Victoria and now masks becoming very much an everyday accessory, we thought we would perhaps this week rein it in a bit and dine in instead of out. So Libby, tell us about collecting our meal. Yeah, it was a bit of an interesting experience. Now, I've never been to Prince of York before. You guys haven't either, that's right? No. No, I haven't actually. Yeah, so it's, as Bella said, it's on York Street and you can easily miss it. It's sort of a glass windows at the front and then you walk up through some stairs. Door automatically opens in front of you. Beautiful. Beautiful looking bar. Very dark, mysterious. Lots of couples on dates there. But the 
server lady. It was a bit like sassy to me. I walked over and for some reason I like stumbled on my words <laughs> because I was like, she was Because quite... already you had the sass vibes. Well, she was also gorgeous and that was a bit like no. threatening. Mm. And so she was like, hi. <laughs> I was like, what do you want? I mean, to get my takeaway. <laughs> she was like, what do you want? So that was a bit like off-putting already. But when I when I finally managed to get out that we were getting the pasta date night mm-hmm. times two, she was like, okay, cool. Went and grabbed it for me. And then when, when I took it back from her in an Uber Eats bag, mind you, not very really great presented, a bit disappointing. Yeah, you think they yeah. could put some money into some Prince of York bags. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, just want to check if everything's in there. She was like, everything's in there. <laughs> oh, like, get out if you're not dining in. Yeah. Ooh. And I was a bit like... Not as pleasant as other times. Like when I went to Indu that time ages ago, they were so like happy to have me there. They were like happy for me to come and get it. They're like, oh, here, like, thank you so much for coming. So happy to have you. Where yeah, she was and remember like, they had a really nifty system with the number plate. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even have to get out of my car in that, that but instance. that was like the crust of COVID times. The crust. Okay, we're <laughs> oh, back at this crust. Sorry, we, yeah, we, I know. It's, it's, it's the cusp, guys, for everyone that doesn't know what crust means in Bella's language. But in, interesting that... You know, it's still kind of COVID times and, you know, where people are still supporting businesses and we'll get to how much it costs later. But interesting that they were a bit sassy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. But she was quite busy. There were quite a few patrons in the restaurant. So I imagine she was a bit run off her feet. So I arrived at Bella's and I laid the stuff all out on the table. And were we impressed or were we impressed? We were impressed. impressed. We had two types of pasta. So one was a rigatoni, but it was actually looked more like a a macaroni, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah. definitely Mac vibes. But it said rigatoni on it, so like an elbow pasta. And then we had um, fettuccine. With that came two different sauces. Sorry, is that literally called an elbow pasta because it's like an elbow? (laughs) Have you only just realized that? (laughs) I feel like that's such a weird ass name. (laughs) Yes, mate. That's exactly why it's called that. I just didn't realize it was literally called elbow pasta because it looks like an elbow. <laughs> You're only realizing that. No, now. I am. I am. I, I, you said it earlier, and it didn't really twig. And then now I'm like, weird. And then why did we call like long pasta willy pasta? Because what? not every willy is long. What are you That's two true. on, mate? Okay, <laughs> let's true. just settle here. All right, I'm going to talk about the sauces while you two dream about your willies or whatever. So there are also two different types of sauces. So we had the one was the eight hour tomatoy sauce. It was a particular type of tomato, but I'm not going to murder the pronunciation of that. And then we also had a second one, which was a, a porky sauce, and its name is Amatriciana. Amatriciana. Now, all we had to do when I arrived was basically cook the, tom- the pasta, and the pasta takes literally six minutes. The sauces, just heat them up in two pots. And then the piece de la resistance. Focaccia. Focaccia. <laughs> so it was delicious. We got two loaves of it because we got the double portion. All we had to do with that was cook that in the oven for 15 minutes and it came out all crispy, toasty and warm. That was just delicious. To finish off the meal, we added the cooked elbow pasta into the tomato sauce and we added the fettuccine into the pork sauce. And then smothered the cheese on top. That's it. We got a lot of cheese. So essentially it came with the bag of cheese, but because we ordered double, we obviously had double Parmesan cheese. It was insane, the amount, the amount of cheese, and it was heaven. Now, mm. did we know which pasta was meant to go with which sauce? So on the website, you can choose. So I just Oh, so it doesn't matter. No, I just chose whichever pasta I wanted to try, and I chose the two sauces that looked best, and then we went from there. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty delicious. So let's start with the elbow pasta. As we've just discussed. Still a lol. Did you love it? What do you think? I thought the sauce itself was a bit too tomato-y for me. 
It was very rich, wasn't it? It just felt like um, they didn't have that much salt in it. It was it quite acidic. Yeah. Really? I agree. Where's this salt overload coming from? So, well, Bella says that because we've both been drinking gallons of water since eating tonight. And, and keep in mind, is... guys, we are like so full. <laughs> and when you drink, when you're full, it's just not a great recipe, is it? It's shocking. Anyway. It's absolutely shocking. But <laughs> the reason that Bella is so parched is because of the... Amatriciana. Exactly. It was full of salt. The fettuccine itself was super salty as well. It was, And so yeah. I think together they were very... Like it was almost to the point where I was having a sip of water when every time I was eating it. Yeah, yeah, it was quite intense. And something we did note while eating it was obviously we got these two different pastas and we put them together on the plate and we were obviously taking a bite of each one. And then we decided, no, like we just have to stick to one because <laughs> yeah. jumping between the two was getting really weird on the palate. Yeah. Yep. yeah Don't yeah. you reckon? Absolutely. They were both just so rich. You had to just like focus yeah, on like one Yeah, you need to time. focus on getting through this one and then we'll get through that one. But I think for those listening at home, the likelihood is if you're going to do it as a pasta date night, which is what it suggests, you probably only get the one option. Mm. So you only have the one choice. True. We were only in this dilemma because we were doing the three people eating two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. and, and honestly, even if you're two people, that focaccia, the two people serving could serve four people. <laughs> yeah, that was right. a lot of focaccia. Yeah, so it comes, it's like a half slab of that sounds stupid, but if you know what a big slab of focaccia is, it looks like basically half of one of those. Anyway, roughly six six thick squares. Huge. Bella and I ate one each, basically a whole half each. Yeah, you guys Bella. got ham on that. And it was so good. There's nothing like warm, chewy bread. Like, yeah. Oh, um, like there is. A side of regret right now. Warm, <laughs> chewy, tasty bread. So you're it not was, a fan. It was tasty. I'm not a focaccia fan. Why is that? And I don't think this is what a new thing. What did do to you? Let's unwrap this. And I think I got excited because I thought it was a ciabatta. Oh. Ciabatta I can get around. Mm, mm, yum. Focaccia, no. It was too bland for me. Right, okay. It's so salty. It's got like – it had big – well, actually, we should note this. When you cut through it, it's got big chunks of roasted garlic through it. You're just falling out all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Rosemary. Yum. Okay. It was fine for dipping in the sauce, but by itself, not a vibe for me. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And then we got a sweet treat. So it really is a date night pack, isn't it? All it's missing is a bottle of wine. And you can add that to your package. Which you can add to the package. So bang, it is a date night pack. So the last bit was chocolate from Hunted and Gathered. That is a hard name to say. It should be Hunter and Gather. Anyway, oh, it makes sense. Hunted and then you gathered it. Cool. So <laughs> just <laughs> reading off the pack for those I am reading off playing the pack. along at home. <laughs> Having a little Beatrice moment. So it was dark organic chocolate, 70% cacao. And Ooh. hazelnut is the bit you're missing. Libby loves hazelnut. I do love a bit of a hazelnut. You just love a nut. Yeah. Love a nut. <laughs> mm. So what do we think of the chocolate? Not my vibe. I'm not a dark chocolate person. I'm a huge dark chocolate person. I really loved it. But I've eaten too much. I still ate half the block, but I want to eat more, but I feel a bit too sick. Plus, you just want something like, you know. Well, I was going to say that I'm like a dark chocolate person when I'm on a diet and I'm like, mm, 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 treat, you know, a sad treat. But, <laughs> dark know, chocolate is not a sad treat. When I'm dieting, mm, sad treat. Whereas now it's like, cabri, 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 kika, kika, kika. Like, get me. So it's like, I felt get like with, me the that, calories. with that meal, you needed to top it off with Cadbury. Not like a healthy chocolate. Yeah. This was just like a weird like, let's rich. let's not start now and be healthy. <laughs> You're like, give me something dirty. But guys, dark chocolate is an aphrodisiac. No. So date night pack, you know. Is it actually? Sense. Pretty sure. 
maybe that explains why we spent two hours just laughing and not <laughs> recording. Do you know what an aphrodisiac is? <laughs> Doesn't it make you... <laughs> we weren't having is sex, Bella. <laughs> we were laughing. <laughs> anyway. It's an interesting note. Endorphins. <laughs> they release endorphins as well. It absolutely does. You're totally right. <laughs> Okay, I think we're going to leave that there with Bella just in her own little world. Yeah, I don't want to open that up. (laughs) But I think we should still go to order off the menu, which is obviously the part of the podcast where we finalize for you guys whether it's worth a try. Now, it might be a bit different tonight considering we were all at home in the same situation, but I still think we should give it a go. This might seem obvious, but Bella, made or date? Well, I think you're right, Libs. This is a bit obvious. I feel like... Prince of York has stolen my section and it is definitely a date night. It is designed for it. It is setting it up for like all the hard work has been taken out of it. It could be your first date and, you know, you could get it all happening before they arrive and it look like you've done it all yourself and get all the brownie points. Oh, yeah, so, like you could throw out the Uber Eats bag. 100%. So true. That looks like such a little day. And like because Hunter and Gathered is not particularly you know, specific, you can pick it up at a nice organic shop or anything like that. You could be like, yeah, I just got all this stuff for you, you know. Yeah, I spent eight hours making this sauce. <laughs> I made my pasta all day. Here's my pasta arm. What are, I don't know, what pasta dry on those things? <laughs> Throw some pasta up on the wall. Make it look like you've really gotten into it. Chuck some flour everywhere. Ooh, ooh, what a day, what a day. <laughs> or even if you didn't want to lie to them, it's still a nice thing to do. If you do, as we said, pick up a bottle of wine with it. Bellissimo. B, bougie or basic? I'm going to have to say bougie for this one. Okay, okay, yeah. It's not a it's not like one of those meals at the moment where you can get, you know, take-home pizza or that sort of thing. And you can get a lot of take-home pastas, but I would say it's one of the more bougie pastas, particularly yep. with the focaccia and the chocolate happening. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So it's not your local takeaway. And it all comes agreed. in like sort of vac backpack vac bags, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which makes it feel a bit more bougie. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to the last bit, Libby, dollars for dishes. Yeah, I think in this context, it it is a pretty interesting one because you can get, you know, cheap pasta and this was on the medium end. So it was only really, if you think about it, this was meant to be for four people because we got two servings. One serving is meant to serve two, each serving 50 bucks. So roughly $25 a head. Now, I think for a delicious high quality meal with focaccia, pasta and chocolate heaven yeah but i do know that pasta is super cheap so it's really it's a really interesting little one for me to try and weigh up am i worrying about the cost of the ingredient yeah but also do you think like i'm just now like mentally in my image breaking down our bowl sizes Mm. so if it had been four people yeah essentially you know two people would have tried one pasta and two people would have tried the other pasta yeah do you think we're really full? Because there was so much focaccia. Yes. There was more focaccia to pasta. Yes, exactly. They did a bit of a cost saving or a cost cutting by mm, giving us a shite load of focaccia. <laughs> Hello. Uh, which I think is a clever on their behalf because we were definitely more than satisfied. But you're probably right. But I'm still going to have to give it a high rating. I thought it was really awesome, really delicious, great experience. I'm going to sit it up in the 3.5 out of 5. Yeah, I agree with that rating. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Awesome. Well, I guess that brings us to the next part of the podcast. Food features and fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or a food fail from our weeks. Libby, kick us off. Okay, so I've got a bit of a fail this week. I'm hoping that this one's going to be a bit relatable. I'm not sure how it's going to go, but essentially I'm talking about 
the you know the birthday work cake situation so Mm. i know it's covid so it's a bit tricky but we've had a few people in at work so pretty lucky it was one of the girls in my team's birthday recently Mm -hmm. so we went out and picked her up a a rich mud cake from just one of the local bakeries thinking gonna be great now yeah classic mud cake how can you go wrong yeah yeah i know but when i came back to the desk we sang happy birthday we all cut a slice hopped into it and it just tasted bad. It was just one of those cakes that was like clearly mass produced, had either been sitting there for ages, oh. just disappointing. And I had that feeling of like, I feel obliged to eat this because I want to be celebratory and I really like this person at work and just, you know. Yeah, it's almost mm. when someone doesn't eat your cake, it's almost like rejection to your birthday. Yeah. You're like, yeah. eat my freaking cake. Like, and obviously, like, <laughs> that I did not even get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was just like, a waste of calories like it's not like calories are the be on end or anything but i was like i'd rather eat something way more delicious yeah of course yeah. Every, like, but also everything you taste in your mouth is a special moment if it's not ew get out yeah. of my mouth it's yeah. a very sensory experience that's it and this time it wasn't oh, so it's... i was just a bit disappointed that no, is that is disappointing no hey yeah. it's nothing to do necessarily with anyone who's involved in the process well i was gonna say were you doing like <laughs> sly eyes to people like this is bad you (laughs) know sometimes people like vibing and they're like not great not great not great no because it was it's one of those ones where it it tastes like we've all had this cake before like everyone knows what this cake tastes like it's just a really standard boring cake i think i know and it's got the white swirls on it (laughs) no that's not not from the shells no it's not it's also not the woolies one (laughs) (laughs) no it's not that but it has that same taste oh well that taste is great See, that's the thing. Some people like that flavor. I mean, you are a, it's a bit pastry chef. Yeah. So I think that's also part of it, but it just tastes like meh to me and a waste of my calories. So I'm not going to go on more about it, but that was my fail of the week. B. I also had a fail, but this was more a fail on my behalf. Okay. okay. So still it's food related, but essentially it was, I think it was last Sunday or something. And I was like, I just really want some Thai food. Yeah. Yeah. And I rang my local Thai joint because it's literally up the road. So I was like, I'll just ring them and then I'll buzz up there and pick it up. No answer. <laughs> oh, oh, fail. Check, you know, Google, check the opening times. Yep, cool. Yep. Should, Still open. Should, open. Be, should be the lunchtime. Should be on. Oh, this yep. is lunchtime. This is lunchtime Thai. So it's also a bit rogue. Anyway. <laughs> super rogue. It's super rogue. the same as dinner time Thai. Oh, I don't know. It's like there's something weird. About there's something shameful pad. about Thai for lunch. Even when, even when my mom came home, she's like, "You had pad Thai for lunch, really?" <laughs> and I was like, "Shut it, Penny." Um, <laughs> did not say that. Love her. Sorry, Penny. Um, <laughs> we love you, Penny. We love do you. love you. But I called them again. Nothing. And I was like, "Oh, do I do this? Like, do I do I order it on Uber Eats?" What? Like, <laughs> I, I could easily drive up there and just walk in and order yes, it and wait. Yes, you could. Yeah, but that's the whole point of Uber Eats. You don't have to drive up there. Yeah, so I, I ordered Uber Eats. That's fine, hon. <laughs> off the road. I think that's fine. I do that all the time. And not even the pickup option, like the delivery option. I still don't see anything wrong with this situation. Sorry, Bella, she's not hung. It's lunchtime <laughs> on a Tuesday. No, it was a Sunday. Okay. Still. <laughs> It's not changing the day of week now. Yeah. Don't make me feel like I was productive or something. <laughs> what? What? Why yeah, it's pretty shameful. You're and right, like, though. You're the fail with this situation. Even no when way. they... You're not the fail. I'm confused myself. I No, I am the fail. And even when they came, I was hoping they'd do the leave and walk away so I didn't have to see them to be shamed. 
Because maybe they would rock up and be like, dude, you live like right here. It's right there. No. It's uh, a 10 minute walk. I'm failing to see anything wrong with this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm failing. Your you. liver's looking down. <laughs> yeah. So it's a me fail. It's a me fail. Ty was great. That's good. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to the Ty. <laughs> Shout out Spoonful um, and Beecroft. But yeah, no, I am a failure. Anyway, uh, Bella, do you have a feature or fail for us? I'm probably going to continue on that whole Uber bandwagon. Mm. As you guys know, I do love Uber Eats. You do, VIP member. <laughs> yes. Um, so the other day, I'm sitting at work from home, might I add. But anyway, <laughs> sitting in my Still little work. office. <laughs> and I get this email from our CEO and she's like, well done to everyone. It's been a hard time. It's been a hard year. Here's an Uber Eats voucher. Oh, Go have a great time. So good. Oh. And that- it seriously made my day. I was like, this is why I work here. So what did you actually get? I ended up just getting Gigi's, which is a bit, <laughs> a bit like... Pizza? Yeah, Gigi's pizza. Which yeah, is- but also good because like you wouldn't want to waste your voucher on something you weren't sure it would be good. Do you well, know what I mean? Like you know Gigi's will be good. Exactly. The best part was like... It was, you know, meant to be for that lunchtime period, whatever. But she was like, you know what? If you can't use it, you've got up until a year to use it. So I was like, sweet. Oh, my God. She gave you a year Uber Eats voucher Yeah. Credit? And so I was like, sweet. I'll use that when I'm feeling vulnerable and hungry, you know. So used it last night for dinner, which was like four days that later. That is a feature. Yeah. So how much did they give you, if you don't mind 25. me asking? Uh, Libby, you can ask me anything you want. <laughs> 25 bucks. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty damn good. good. Pretty like, good. B, I you mean, look like uh, you're on a high horse over there. Oh, you know, five dollar delivery fee. It's only twenty dollars. <laughs> no, it was only three dollar delivery fee. Oh, I mean, okay, I guess that's okay. I think that's an all round good, happy feature from you, Bell. A little bit of you know, love thy work, love thy mind. Is that what you're saying? Oh, sorry, are you Socrates? <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, enough of that. I think that's all we have time for this evening. That is indeed. So if you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please leave us a review, leave us a rating, and please tell a friend about the podcast. And while you're there, make sure you jump into our Facebook community. That's obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. And if you want to see pics from today's episode or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.